Welcome back, everybody. My name is Tudor, and this is my podcast called The Seven Transformations. Thanks for joining us today. This is an episode called Discovering Your Jewel of Wisdom. It sounds kind of fancy, but I decided to put together an episode. Um, this is actually a section in the book that I'm writing. Uh, like I said in my other episodes, I am writing a book called The Seven Transformations, and I decided to create a podcast that will have an ongoing conversation about the principles that I'm writing in the book. I'm really passionate about these things. I think they're very interesting, and they're also an extension of my personal life experience. I'm a professional ballroom dancer. Uh, I work with people all the time. I'm also an artist. I create a lot of different art and media and music. So I definitely have had a lot of experiences in, in all these different realms, working with not just myself and overcoming some challenges in those areas and into my creativity and ups and downs in life, but also with others, obviously, from a coaching situation. So without further ado, this is about creating your own jewel of wisdom, I call it. A jewel of wisdom is a neat little metaphor for basically what is your worldview, you know, and a lot of times we hear that and we think that it's uh, almost like a bias, you know, like everybody has their point of view or their worldview, but I'd like to take a different take on it, and I use the metaphor of a jewel because if you've ever seen a, a really you know, high-quality gem or, or cut jewel, and let's say you put it in your hand and you look at, you know, under a sunlight or anything like that and how it sparkles, how it refracts light. It's very beautiful, actually. You know, in the ballroom world, we use a lot of rhinestones and things like that, obviously. And if you ever get a chance to just sit with one in your hand and look at how intricately, especially if it's a Swarovski rhinestone, it's a very large difference between those and the rest, and, and that is particularly how they cut the stones to really get the maximum light refraction. And I've always found that interesting, you know, especially when you use it as a metaphor, because in life, we go through life oftentimes, and we have one dominant belief about a particular thing. You know, this has to be done a certain way, or this is the way it is. You know, and that's certainly very natural. Our mind seeks certainty uh, in explaining the world around us and taking a course of action. You have to go with something. But, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, personally, I'm I'm very much somebody who likes action, who likes to take action and, and go for it. And so a lot of times I find myself often having to draw back uh, and, and engage other perspectives because I do rush for completion. I rush for certainty. That's my natural way of being. And we all have that to some extent. So one thing I've had to learn over the years is really allowing multiple perspectives to guide action in a particular area without feeling like I'm giving anything up. And that's what the whole metaphor of the jewel of wisdom is. You know, this book that I'm writing, like I said, it's an extension of my own life experiences in a variety of different avenues of transformation. I have been doing ballroom dancing and teaching for, you know, quite a while. I've been to retreats that are focused on chakras and energy healing. I've been to 
personal growth seminars that are more oriented around you know language and restructuring your mind and that kind of thing. So I've had a lot of different avenues to examine myself, examine others, look at human behavior, and each one contributed something. What I realized is that, you know, the wiser you get, wisdom is really allowing, if you would, multiple perspectives and often contrary ones to coexist in your life. You know, what I've found to be true is that nothing is really true absolutely. You know, we don't live in a world of absolutes, even though our mind certainly craves it. Uh, there, there are no absolutes. Oftentimes, there are two contradictory things that we swing between, you know, uh, and that's where life is. That's the dance of life. That's the pendulums of life, like I like to call them. You know, for example, work and play. You know, w- too much work and you get exhausted. Not enough work and you're not productive. You're not contributing. You're not creating anything for yourself. You know, but these two are not opposites of each other. They're part of the bigger picture. Each one of those perspectives, yes, it's important to take time for yourself. It's important to enjoy life. It's important to be present and do nothing sometimes. And it is also important to be productive, to strive for achievement, to strive for excellence, to create those in your life. And all of us are going to fall you know, somewhere on that spectrum, a little more to the right, a little more to the left. And some things are going to be coming naturally to us, while others, it will be a little more difficult. Personally, I'm a bit of a workaholic. I find it very natural to stay busy and to create things. And it's taken me a while, like I said, to balance out, quote unquote, and and learn about the value of that opposite perspective. And that's what, to me, a jewel of wisdom is. It's your own personal jewel and i call it a jewel because it's beautiful wisdom is very beautiful that's what allows us to really appreciate and enjoy life with our mind you know your mind is the one that's responsible for intelligence and language and creating things information so wisdom is really a faculty of the mind and the jewel of wisdom is something that you're constantly making little slices on making a new face engraving it as you learn these principles, as you go through life. In the book, I want to make it a point that ultimately everything is a structure. Although I really believe in the things that I'm writing about in my own personal experiences, um, they're not absolutes. There are some of those things that have been talked about for a long, long time, way before I was born. Uh, but they made their way into my life, and the point of sharing that with you through the book is that you can take what works for you and drop what doesn't because we each have our own different gems. You know, you may have a ruby, I may have an emerald, that person over there has got a diamond. They're all beautiful. They all shine in their own way. And one thing they have in common is that they have multiple faces, multiple refractions of light. Some of them are similar, some of them are a little different. But I think the more diverse your jewel is, the more beautiful it is, the more light it refracts. So what that means is, are you able to take on multiple different types of perspectives 
as you go through your life. Is your life one-dimensional? Or are you entertaining a lot of different perspectives in a lot of different areas? To me, wisdom is simple, but it can also be diverse in the sense that you're not locked into one way of being. And that sounds, you know, very uh, cliche, maybe a bit oversimplified. But take a look. Take a look at your life right now, because a lot of that stuff happens without even knowing. At least I've found that in my own life. You know, and I make a habit out of analyzing and, and reflecting my my day, my, my patterns. But a lot of that stuff sometimes just goes under the radar until, you know, something happens. So take a look at your life right now. What are some of the areas in your life where maybe you're being absolutist about? Or maybe there's only one way to do it for you. Maybe other people have suggested to do it a different way or a different perspective, and it's even made you react emotionally. You know, there is no one absolute truth to anything, at least not one that we will ever know. There's a part of the truth, and that's also valid too. But recognizing that it's a part is the beginning of wisdom. And the more diverse your parts, the more beautiful that experience of reality is. You know, uh, I'll give you an example of one of the facets in the book that I'm writing, you know, is from the perspective of dancing. Dancing is something I've have been dancing for about 15 years. I've been teaching for about eight or nine. And obviously dance is one of the faces or facets of my quote-unquote jewel of wisdom that I use to create the seven transformations. So an example is, you know, in dancing... It's partner dancing, it's ballroom dancing. We use leading and following all the time in dancing. We we talk about the principles of partnership. We talk about letting go, about taking accountability, about support and lead and all these types of things. So for me, that has been a very significant part in my life because in dancing... It is, I believe, one of those things that resembles, it's a system that resembles everything else in life. And I think you can find that everywhere. That is another aspect of wisdom is that it's generalizable. And your ability to look in your own world, your own specialities, whatever you do, and find the bigger picture and how it relates, I think that's a key component of wisdom. You know, but I use that in the book, I use... Dancing, I use, you know, the chakras are another structure. Obviously, the seven transformations is based on the seven chakras. All these things to me are tools. You know, it's like building your tool belt to handle any situation. Sometimes a situation will make sense from one perspective. From another, it's just not going to work. Dancing is an effective tool for helping us get present to a lot of things. And so are the chakras. So is psychology, left brain, right brain. Uh, you know, all those kinds of things, the, the psychological needs, you know, the virtues. 
These are all structures that have been created through the millennia to help us get at what really matters, which is the results, which is the experience, which is the action. That's all that matters. you know. So your jewel of wisdom is the thing that you carry around with you that helps you look at situations in life so that you can get the most out of it. And the more, the more diverse it is, the more beautiful it is. So take a look and see where are you maybe being absolutist or stuck on one way of doing things or not even, you know, that sounds a little harsh, but maybe it can be not as harsh in the sense that where are you, where could you be more diverse in your life? You know, I, I'm personally a, somebody of routine by nature. It's very comfortable for me to, to kind of fall into a routine, but it's taken me a while to uh, get to the point where I also find spontaneity rewarding. I find, you know, today I went to goat yoga with my with a few friends on a whim. They invited me a couple days ago, and it's way the hell out there from my house. The person two or three years ago would have said, no, that's stupid. Why would I waste my gas and time doing that? And, you know, let alone take pictures. Today I went in the morning. I had a blast. I got to pet some goats. I interacted with some horses. I was with friends, things that I would have never found valuable a couple of years ago and rewarding. So, you know, in that sense, the decision to go there was consulted through the jewel of wisdom, you know, and, and my particular jewel regarding experiences and what I value has definitely diversified over the years. So, you know, that's a personal example might be a little silly one, but think about your life where maybe there could be another way of doing things or another way of seeing something. And, you know, what's on the other side of that? So this episode is pretty much just to get your mind jogged on those ideas, on the idea that truth is not absolute in anything, and to look at it as a game. Look at wisdom, look at learning as a game. And the game is how beautiful and how diverse can I make my understanding of the world. So there's some food for thought. Thanks for listening, guys. If you like this, please share it with your friends. Uh, check it out on Facebook. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Anything that you might want to hear on the show or any you're curious about let me know drop a line hit me up on facebook i also have a website uh, that i uh, update a blog on regularly it's tutorsblog.com it's spelled t-w-o-d-o-o-r-s-b-l-o-g two doors like a pun on my name so anyway thanks a lot for listening guys have a great morning have a great night great afternoon wherever it is for you have a good one